Welcome to the Lynn Sanity, a podcast for the Running Hook Podcast Network. Hello, and welcome to another edition of the Lynn Sanity Podcast, a part of the Running Hook Podcast Network. And uh, before we get going, uh, please don't be afraid to uh, rate, review, comment on this episode. Uh, talk to us about it on social media. Uh, you know, give us give us a five stars. Give us a five stars for how sexy JD and I look. If you're watching on video, if you're if you're if you're if you're if you're listening to our voices and you're like, my God, these these two are attractive. Don't be afraid to give us a five star as well. Uh, we're we're uh, we're 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 coming we're coming for uh, we're coming for tremendous content today. Uh, and it just just don't be afraid to you know possibly hear some some good old fashioned rant talk. Uh, from the two of us today, it should be it should be fantastic. Uh, we got we got a great episode coming your way. So, like I said, please don't be afraid to uh, review this. Uh, you know, give us five stars if you if you want to give us less than five stars. Uh, please do that on uh, Alex's spot. But with all without further ado, uh, we will we will get going. Uh, and and JD, I mean, we did not. We're, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna go through the series just a little bit. But the only series that we're not gonna touch on is Heat and Bucks. Because the Bucks and the Heat, the Bucks demolished them. We don't want to talk about. It. We talked about it on smoked Monday. Them. You smoked them. Uh, but you know, we are going to talk about. We're going to start off with the Eastern Conference series that we do have. Uh, that that we weren't able to get any uh, information on too much until their last game, which was played on, uh, I believe, uh, on Tuesday. Uh, the Nets beating Boston and and just and just being silly, JD. I mean, this is this is what this is what we expect. This is what we expected from them. But if you told me that they would combine for 85 points in a series, the most by any trio in playoff series history, in league history, first off, would you believe me? And then second off, it just seems like we aren't even seeing the best version of this team. We, it seems like we are just seeing them just put pieces together. And, and you know, what, first Seamlessly. off, just what are you – what are your initial thoughts on Brooklyn beating Boston and, and how do you see Brooklyn moving into the next round? Um, easy. They they made easy work. The the game they lost was a game they wasn't aggressive enough in my opinion. They they guys like jeez, game four. It was game four for me. And KD had forty two. Kyrie had 39. Oh, come on. Harden had 23 and 18. I mean, it was too easy. Like, yeah, right. And, and you know, the one thing I said as soon as we start talking about this, I needed a Kyrie game. Yeah, you did. And, and that was the game for me. He stepped on, he sure. stepped on the logo. I said, man. If it's not one thing about Kyrie, Kyrie hold grudges. It don't matter who it is. Kyrie remember the smallest thing, <laughs> and he took it out. And, and I was so happy. Then he follow up 16 points, 11 rebounds. I'm like, sure. okay. I, I mean, I definitely think we haven't seen the best of them. I think the next round we're going to see um, – the next round would be fireworks just because True. I think as much as people say neither team can stop each other, I think we're going to see 
Brooklyn show how dominant they really are. Because let's just say this. Yeah. Anybody that make Bruce Brown look good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I didn't even used to like Bruce Brown. I'm a Bruce Brown fan now. I can't even believe it. Like, Bruce Brown is a factor every play. I, <laughs> he is. He is. Tyler he's, Johnson, really, he's good. They tried yeah. to kick Tyler Johnson out the league, and this guy's serving. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, like, yeah. Like, what can't they do? Right. Like, people lucky right. that Aldrich had where he had to go, go through. Yeah. It's unfortunate because if they still had Aldrich, too. He had 21 points in 19 minutes the last game he played with eight rebounds to six assists and two blocks. Like, what What would any team be able to do? Like, what would Milwaukee do? What would Milwaukee do? Hey, Brooke, Aldridge is feasting right now. Please go stop him. Oh, gosh. Hey, hey, Giannis, Kevin Durant is being Kevin Durant. Can you really stop him? Chris Middle, yeah. go go slow down James Harden. Yeah. Hey, Drew, Drew gonna do the best job, but sure. Harry Irving. Sure. It's not too many people that's gonna stop Kyrie Irving. I mean, we seen we seen Kyrie get in his bag, go through the double yeah. with Brogdon and Chris Middleton. They on his highlight tape, so it ain't like <laughs> ain't like Milwaukee don't know what Kyrie could do. Drew gonna be able to do a little bit, but I'm telling you, I I, I think that in that series alone, they gonna go up another level just because. Oh, yeah. Now Milwaukee is being looked at as can they really be stopped? Brooklyn don't have defense. Well, Brooklyn showed one person can't beat them. Yeah, Tatum Tatum has to put up absolutely phenomenal numbers. Yeah. Yeah. No, I it's it's nuts because when you're look when you're looking at what they can do, I especially if you're looking at it from the Brooklyn side of things. I mean, like you said, game four, it had everything that you would have wanted them to do after the response of losing earlier. Right. But then they turn, they, they just, they just turned it up. And, you know, like you said, you were really begging for Kyrie to, to have that, to have that game. I was. And, you know, when I, when I think this, this series really showed for me, JD is, I understand that people really like to say, well, Kyrie Irving was just unbelievable with his time in LeBron and, and he had this unbelievable role with LeBron. Dude, this is his best role. Like when he, when he can, when this is, this, this is the best Kyrie, this is the best I've seen. Then I think on, then on, then on, because I, I, when you see this guy play, he's, he's, he's not worried about a lot of the other things that he had to do in Boston. He wasn't, he's not as worried about trying sure. to get all these guys, these certain touches at these certain spots. Now that's James Harden, who's better at it than you. And that's okay. Much better. Kyrie, Kyrie, Kyrie Irving is one of the best bucket getters that our generation will ever see, JD. That our, gener- that our generation will ever see. Because like you said, can you guard him one-on-one? Probably not. No. Probably not. He's one of, you know, if you made me not guard five NBA players one-on-one, I don't want to guard Kyrie Irving. He's in my top five of players I don't want to have to guard one-on-one. And he might be number one. He might be number one. 
Because he like, just his his finishing ability, his unique ability to do what is needed. I honestly think he didn't play bad at defense, and I think that's a big key for them. I mean, he averaged you know, over a block for this series. Yeah, I mean he he's a he's a player to me that when his defense is on. Um, it's going to change how we start looking yeah. at this team in the long haul. Absolutely. Forget about just this series against Boston, right, where Kemba was out and Peyton Pritchard was uh, playing all those minutes. Ah, uh, Kemba. Uh. Ky- Ky- Kyrie, Kyrie is a good defender. He's When he's on and when he's when he's thinking when he, about when it. He, when he chooses to lock in defensively, yeah. he, he, he does a good job. He, and, he's totally good. You know, one thing for me uh, – I said this, that people be raising eyebrows. I think Kyrie Irving is the most skilled basketball player ever. I think he does everything perfectly. I mean, yeah. the best handle, he can shoot off the dribble, he can shoot off a screen, he can spot up, and everything is so, like, everything look like it's technically sound. He yeah. finishes just as good with the left hand with the right. You want to know how skilled this guy is? My my pops get mad when we watch Kyrie and Kyrie try to finish his everything with his left hand. That's how skilled he is. Because if he missed my daddy say, why he just didn't take the right hand to lay up? He's it, it would it would have been easy. That's how skilled Kyrie is. He could just do everything that good. And oh, then man. you take it to just this <laughs> this here. When you think about one-on-one situations. Sure. You can't stay in front of him. No. He he's a three-level scorer. No. And the most elite scorers in this league come playoff time, sure. get it in the mid-range. Carrie Irving dominates from the mid-range. And he's a guard with footwork that can post up. He doesn't have to back you down to get a bucket. His footwork is just that great. It's like Oh, it's nuts. I I, I was telling um A B, I said. Kyrie not my favorite point guard. Everybody know Ben Simmons my favorite point guard. Sure. But Kyrie Irving is my favorite point guard to watch. If it's three po- players I love sure. to watch at the point sure. guard position, it's Kyrie Irving at number one. Sure. And he, sure. he's he got the dynamic to change any series. And the worst part <laughs> that about this whole equation, he's the third option for Brooklyn. <laughs> I mean, it's that. I mean, when we think about it in those terms, like that's that's wild to think about. I mean, like that this guy is easily a top thirty player, and and you know he's third, you he's see, a third option, and it's it's kind of nuts. But you can't put that kind of skill package together and put them as oh, a third no. option unless you're the Brooklyn Nets. Unless and, you're the Brooklyn Nets, yeah. Anywhere else he goes, he's one to two easy. But see, yeah. Brooklyn, yeah. I I, I want to credit Steve Nash. Sure. Not just for the Bruce Brown thing, but he told Kyrie, I want you to be Kyrie Irving. Mm. I want Kevin Durant to be Kevin Durant. Mm. But we have to let James Harden be James Harden of 2016-17. Sure. Sure. We want James Harden to go ahead and put every play into action. Why? Because as selfish as James Harden can be when he was with Houston, when he chose to get everybody involved, James Harden looked like the one of the most complete players on the offensive end just because we know what he could do scoring. Now he got the efficiency. I mean, the game that they lost, he was 7 for 11 from the three. 
the game that they lost, he went seven for 11 from the three. We don't really talk about James Harden being efficient, but because he's in this role now, well, I say out of every 10 plays, he's passing eight of them. Yeah. He's looking for a, uh, uh, open man, eight of those sure. plays. So the two that he goes to attack, not only are you scared to come help yeah. because you know he want to pass. Come on. But he is so sound offensively. Oh, you, yeah. You bending at his wheel. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. and, and the efficient James Harden just take that team to another level. And do I need to talk about Kevin Durant? <laughs> like I mean, I, I mean, I, I'll, I'll say something about Harden before we get to it because I think, I mean, Harden, Harden's amazing. Like when you can go from this type of role that he had at Houston, where he did everything, and then now it's it's a completely different role. The sad part is the facts. This, if you look at the stats of this, the stats suggest that he could be doing something similar. But dude, if you watch him play, it's a completely different Harden. Completely different. If you just look at stats, the stats would suggest that you're probably looking at the same guy. But the way that he's playing right now in Brooklyn, if you look at eye test and eye test only, it's it's just it's best hard never. This is the best James Harden. You could make the argument. He's he's been that good. He got his first so the first the thing with Harden is Harden in his last game, he got the triple-double for them. Shockingly, it's the first triple – it was the first triple-double that anybody had for the Nets in the postseason since Jason Kidd in 2007. He was on another planet. This guy was on another planet. And I think, I think when you have a guy like this who, like you said, is completely un- – who's completely looking to be a point guard and pass first but then have the opportunity to take over is big. And he made some comments last night, J.D., that I'm curious to hear your thoughts on. He he said after the game, he goes, my mind's already on Milwaukee. My mind's already on Milwaukee. Probably 15 minutes after the game, James Harden goes, oh, I'm already thinking about it. I'm already thinking about how we match up against them. I'm already thinking about how I can attack them. I Harden wants that championship, baby. He wants yes, it. He wants it. Because I think, because I, I, I mean, this is a bigger question, JD. But if if James Harden wins the championship, it's a bigger deal for James Harden to win a championship compared to any other Brooklyn Net. Is that crazy to you? I think Harden needs the championship more than than Durant, more than Irving, absolutely more than Nash. I think, or I think Harden needs the championship more. If Harden wins the championship, it validates James Harden. Right to a whole other level. It validates James Harden because see. When you think like right now, we know James Harden can go down as the best to never win the ring, right? Yeah. But it goes to a whole nother validation level because it's always been his style of play that took him away from possibly being the best without a ring. We could say he was probably the most skilled, but some people sure. argue he was the best without a ring just because of his game style. But sure. the way he playing now. He's not dribble, dribble, dribble. He's he's getting rid of it. He's coming right. back to get it. He's playing a free-flowing game. And because the the adjustment he's made to his game, yeah. which I said at the beginning of the season, if he could adjust, they would be dominant. I didn't know if he could or not. But with the way he playing now, 
not only is he getting these guys a ring, they another ring. This will be KD's third, um, Kyrie's second. But look at who else he validates as a top power forward of all time. He's making the infamous jump over everybody, Blake Griffin, a champion. Blake Griffin, yeah, arguably outside of Harden, is the biggest name on the team without a championship, and sure. he definitely needs it because he's been a part of too many blown, blown sure situations. Yeah, and we've seen Blake Griffin push Milwaukee a couple years ago with without any legs. Sure, you, you think he doesn't have some bad blood? We know That's he hates point, Giannis. JD. He yeah. hates Giannis. It's a known thing he hates Giannis. You think he's not finna try to perform at the best of his ability? Sure. Milwaukee is the team that they wanted just for the simple fact it's too many people over there that Brooklyn, the Brooklyn Nets, have intentions at going at. I, I haven't seen since Giannis became an all-star any game him and Kevin Durant matched up. Kevin Durant at least tried to make one play to embarrass him. Going back sure. to 2015, 16, he's always made a play to try to embarrass him. Then you think of James Harden. Yeah, him and PJ Tucker still good friends. Sure. You think he don't want to do something to PJ because they had words this season oh, too. Yeah, they did. Yeah. You you think Kyrie Irving? Who Kyrie Kyrie just need to know y'all putting Drew Holiday on him. Say you sure. put Drew Holiday on him, and yeah. he gonna feel so. Y'all think he can stop me? Right, right. Blake Griffin has his thing with Giannis. Bruce yeah, Brown, Bruce Brown plays every game trying to prove he still belong. Tyler Johnson plays like he's trying to still prove that he belong. Sure. Sh- Shamit is in the best role of his career. I didn't even know Shamit could handle the ball like this. Yeah. It's a good point. It'd be him and Kyrie on the floor, and he's initiating the offense. Then we got Joe Harris. Joe Harris going to be there regardless. It's a team where a lot of these guys feel like they got something to prove and right. got personal vendettas with people uh, <laughs> that's on the Milwaukee Bucks. Sure. I think that sure. they go out and try to kill Milwaukee. I think – I don't think it go past five or six. Holy cow. I think uh, wow. wow. I think I think five or six. I think that's how serious Brooklyn. I say wow. this: you're not doubting Brooklyn in this series. No, not at all. I think wow. I say this: if Kevin Durant chooses to go one four flat, five five to ten plays straight, he scored ninety percent of them. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Then what you do, Kevin Durant? Hot. Now you gotta you gonna help off. Sure. On the unselfish player. You were going to help off on the unselfish player. Right. Where you got guys like Kyrie, Harden. Bruce Brown might be one of the best slashes in the game with the way he playing. Yeah, I agree with that. And then you got yeah, Bl- he cuts well. Blake, then you got Blake Griffin, who is he's proven to be a duo threat. Sure. I mean Sure. Then and you don't let KD do it, you let Harden. Sure. Yeah. hundred percent. The, the defense may be a question, but I think with their competitiveness, there's no way. Because sure. people talk about uh, Milwaukee can be able to score them. Milwaukee has one pure bucket every play. And that's Chris Middleton, who can get a bucket from anywhere. Sure. Drew Holiday, 
I love Drew Holiday, one of my favorite guys. Drew Holiday doesn't have the ball all the time to where he can put that pressure on Kyrie. Now, versus Miami, I love that he had the ball a lot. I don't think that they're going to do the same thing this series just because they want Giannis to put pressure on Brooklyn. But at the same time, they're gonna, they don't have a problem giving up a two because they got guaranteed bucket getters. And yeah. then they're not going to risk getting in trouble, getting in foul trouble, outscore us. They're going to make you outscore them. While you're trying to outscore them, you have to also try to stop them from scoring because it's going to be a lot easier for them to outscore you than it is for you. You have to get a stop. They don't have to get a stop. Sure. Yeah. Now you got to take in a foul trouble game. Giannis fouls a lot. Yeah. Drew Holiday. Drew is a very poised player. But we've seen when he has to be the only defender out there, you can't put him on Kevin Durant if Giannis in foul trouble. P.J. Tuck, Tucker, come in, you put him on Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant laces P.J. Tucker. We've seen this for years. Sure. Where you put him? Oh, Harden? Right. I, 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 don't, I don't see that stopping Harden either. That's Not the stuff. thing. I just don't – I think that Brooklyn has – Brooklyn don't have to get a stop to win, and that's the difference between them and every team in the playoffs. Hmm. They don't have to get a stop to win. Every other team needs to get key stops. If Brooklyn get one stop, they three pos- they they already yeah. three possessions ahead now. Right. With one stop. Right. Right. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, and going back a little bit to what you were saying about Bruce Brown, like. Bruce Brown has a tie to this, right? He was he was on that playoff team with Blake in Detroit. Yeah. You know, I mean, he was – now, he didn't play like a star or anything. He was on like 15 minutes a game. But that's that, – I mean, I'm sorry, but players remember who they get knocked out by. Yeah. I mean, Bruce Brown will remember that. Uh, Joe Harris – I mean, we didn't even talk about Joe Harris, J.D. Joe Harris – Joe Harris is a lights-out shooter. If you try to help off his man, he's going to make you pay. This is by far his best season. He's, I mean, if you look at the percentages, Man. the percentages suggest he's the best three-point shooter in the league, J.D. Every time the shot goes through the hoop, it's like a whistle. That's how beautiful it sounds. Yeah. Every time he shoots. Sure. And, he, and he's, bought, he's bought in on the defense. He's bought in on the defensive end. Harris gives you so much more defensively. And I think, I think to be physical. honest with you, he's more physical. And I think this is the time – like against a Heat team in a closeout game, we didn't really see the impact of a you know no Dante Divincenzo, but no Dante Divincenzo in this series for Milwaukee is going to really blow. Like that's going to blow hard because if you if you really if you really think about it, no, if, I mean I'm just serious though, JD. It's really going to blow for them. It's because you because Bryn Forbes is a good player, but but he's not, he's not close to the defender. He's yeah, nowhere near the defender. I, like, I love I like Bryn Forbes. I, sure, he can shoot it, but he's not the defensive player. Absolutely agree. And and Brooklyn isn't going to sit there and be like, "Oh, we're just going to leave Bryn Forbes open." Yeah, right. They're going <laughs> to make sure that guy doesn't. He he was the reason that he propelled Milwaukee to these big wins. Yeah. So you're not you're not seeing Bryn Forbes. I, I think Bryn Forbes is going to have a tough time defensively in this matchup. Absolutely. Pat Connaughton, you know, I mean, fine role player, but. You, you can't play him an insane amount of minutes. Divincenzo's a much better defender. The way that I see this for Milwaukee here is they're, they're going to – I agree with you. 
Giannis foul trouble to me is the key to the series. Because because he when he's in the game he's gonna dominate. I mean there's no there's Absolutely. no in butts to it. Absolutely. He's averaged JD. He has averaged forty. He has averaged forty points and ten rebounds and five assists in the three games against Brooklyn. I it's unbelievable. Say, I, I would be surprised if he doesn't average over thirty five for this series. My thing is sure. now it's the playoffs. I've it's been telling everybody for years. Sure. Well, I've been. I, I've said, look at the last six, seven years of Giannis in the playoffs. Sure. The fourth quarter comes if he already didn't played over thirty some minutes. Check sure. the lungs. I don't Check think he lungs. has the lungs. And with Milwaukee playing as fast that they're gonna play. Sure. Trying to get out on a break. I think that when it comes down to these fourth quarters, if it's a close game, sure. Giannis will check out, and I. I like Giannis, but oh yeah, sure. I'm, I'm not blind to what I see, and I've seen it for years. Giannis will check out every free throw will be short, and that's that's the sign that a player is tired, right? Mm-hmm. Every free throw will be short, and and that's the and that's just how it's gonna go. Sure. Look, I mean, we can even go back to the Toronto series. As great as a, a rebound as Giannis is in a closeout game. You let the other team's best player have 17 rebounds, two of them offensively in the fourth quarter. Yeah, I, yeah, Giannis. I hope that he has the lungs to make it a better series and he's poised enough on the defensive end. But to be honest, I don't, I don't really see them having a long at the most they go six is not it will not be a seven game series but if Giannis don't got the lungs five mm. yeah no I, it's 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 a great point I mean this series is going to be I, I think it's I think it's going to be really good it's going to be um, exciting I mean because when you think about that. it you know a little nuggets I had was Katie and Giannis the fourth pair of opponents to face off after averaging 34 points per game against each other. That's pretty insane. Not to mention the fact that according to Elias Sports Bureau Research, I read this on an article today, uh, Giannis's 39.7 points per game is the second most by a player against an opponent in which he faced in the playoffs since the NBA-ABA merger. Last person, Kobe Bryant, 0506 against the Suns. Giannis, Giannis and, and Durant obviously will, will, will go at each other. That'll be fun to watch. Uh, the coaching is going to be fun to watch because I think Budenholzer uh, had a very solid coaching performance. And and I, I think I think It'll Nash needs to give credit. I mean, Nash needs to get some credit as well. And, and I mean, I'll be interested to see what Nash can bring. Uh, I mean, this is where you separate yourself as a coach, right? It's nice to have D'Antoni. Which he'll, I bet you know we'll see more of a D'Antoni influence in this series. Absolutely, but I I think I think this is going to be a really fun series to watch. I'm very excited we get to cover it. Uh, next up on the Western Conference slate, I'm going to save the best series for last, JD. I'm going to oh, I'm going to do Suns and Lakers. That's what I'm going to do first. I'm going to do yes. Suns Lakers. Suns and Lakers. JD, the Phoenix Suns are up three to two. I love with it. the chance, with the chance to to take this whole series. Now, I the question it. I have for you, I'm going to be Mr. Overreaction, okay? I'm I'm a little hype about DeAndre Ayton. I, I like him like, you know, a father likes a child. I think Ayton's a beast, okay? Do it, can the Phoenix Suns – I like the Phoenix Suns to win this series. Am I stupid? Can can they get there? Can they win this series and take the Lakers? Or are you buying that the Lakers can win two straight and send Phoenix back? 
Anthony Davis is not fully healthy. The Lakers lose this series. Oh, yeah. You're not going to get me to complain about the Suns winning. Oh, yeah. I I, I, I got to I gotta go finish. And it showed yesterday just based off of one thing. Phoenix play as a team. They can go one-on-one with Chris Paul and Devin Booker, but they play as a team. The Lakers put 99.9% on LeBron and AD. Okay, you take AD out. LeBron was gassed by the end of the first quarter. He put so much into the first seven minutes. He was gassed by the end of the first quarter just to make them compete. It's over with yeah. for the Lakers. Wow. Now, granted, I I, I did want to see them go against my boys. I was hoping that – well, my boy and his guys. I was hoping they they met up in the Western Conference Finals. Are you, are, were you hoping for a Hogshead versus Hall rivalry? Is that what you were hoping for? I was I was ready to give him hell for okay. seven days. Okay. I mean for seven games. Okay. It, it I was ready. But see, it ain't gonna go that way if if they lose, uh-huh. which when they lose. I still got some things I gotta say because Sure. Nobody let me nobody let me sleep last year. Nobody. No, nobody I, I, let you. I couldn't sleep last year, and it wasn't like my guy didn't show up. Yeah. Sure. I was being tormented, and my guy showed up. Oh, oh yes. Oh. Well, I guess that kind of – before we dive too deep into the Suns, let's talk about it from the Lakers' perspective. I mean, LeBron, I, I just I, – I don't know, J.D. I, 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 when I watch him, I mean, it's this is so weird to see that the first thing that went through my brain is – is he healthy? That's the first thing that went through my brain, right? Because it just, I mean, I'm not trying to, I have been very big on the sense for an awfully long time since the beginning, since the bubble, right? So I, I, I like what they're doing, but let's face the facts. Like I like Mikhail Bridges, but LeBron James two or three years ago would have bullied him straight to the rim. Every play. Cameron Johnson would have bullied straight to the rim. He would have went around um, Crowder like he did before. He would have right. Like I, I'm See? those like that is that is a different. I don't understand why there is. Is there is there strategy to it? Absolutely. Like, do you think LeBron? Do you think they, LeBron intentionally they play in a said, smart box? They yeah, they you, they boxing them. And do you think that LeBron engage? Do you think LeBron has a strategy to which he felt okay? Well, maybe this isn't my time to go off. Anthony Davis is out. I'm gonna to try to go supernova game six because and, and buy him the likely, an extra game. Right. Do you think that's crazy? Do you think that theory in my head is crazy? No, nah, I mean I've said it uh since he came back. I didn't think he was fully healthy. And I didn't think they could win if he wasn't fully healthy. Not bringing in the fact Anthony Davis is hurt every two seconds. So yeah. yeah. To bring in now that he might need it to, to try to just save a game. Because no matter what, if LeBron went for 50, 20, and 20, they still was going to lose. It was just that much going in Phoenix way. Like, Phoenix had the momentum. The fact that Chris Paul 
looked healthy yeah. last game. Yeah. And game four, they were going to win no matter what game five. LeBron knew game five was tough, but game six was was always going to be more important. Game six was going to be the most important game no matter what, just because he may or may not have Anthony Davis. If Anthony Davis play, it's because they fear the fact that they they don't think they could beat him regardless. No. no. Now, if they if he sits out game six and plays game seven, they got a better they 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 could steal it. Yeah, but sure. Le, LeBron going LeBron going have to set it off in game six. He's going to have to be twenty fourteen LeBron. Well, he's going to have to be twenty fourteen LeBron, and then Dennis Schroeder has to actually make a bucket. Dennis Schroeder went zero points. Like I, I love it. Th- I mean, th- I dude, love this guy should have signed that extension when they right, offered it. I, I, right. Yeah. He he had it. He had a nice extension for him. He said, I'm better. Are you? 0 for 9 when I need you. 0 for 9 when I need you. And I hate saying this because I've been a big defender of this guy. But KCP, what are you doing? You're my shooter. Look what are you terrible. doing? He didn't. West, he didn't even West take Matthews a three. Wes Matthews been out playing him. Wes Matthews uh, has been out playing him. I. I mean, I. 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 I loved him last year, and then KCP doesn't shoot, and then and then I have and then I have Kuzma having to take thirteen shots, which I don't like anyway, because he's 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 trying to take a lot from the three, and that's not his thing, right? And then I. I. I you know, there's a couple things that I think they're going to try to do differently. Um, I. I want to see more Taylor Horton Tucker. Uh, as, as, I'm, uh, I'm as, shocked he has it that Dray- more time. Draymond Green last night, I think, had a terrific point. He basically said, "Look, look, they need some sort of creativity, right? They they need guys who can create the shot. Well, Marquise Morris can't create a shot. Under Drummond cannot create a shot. Kyle Kuzma, God bless him, when he tries to do it too much, it's not good. Wes Matthews is a very you know catch and shoot type of guy. Caruso, same thing." I think they really need Tucker in this next game. Wouldn't be surprised to see him a lot more minute wise. I think the late. I think when you look at the Lakers, I just I'm I'm. I don't know who to trust. Who do, who do I trust? Like LeBron, if if Anthony Davis comes back, which I would have to figure they would try to have him come back game six. I I mean they would I would think. So if he comes back, he plays the way he's been playing this series. I'll just say that. The way he's been playing this series, um, which is not the greatest, not insane, but it's not anything outlandish. And LeBron, maybe he has a good game. Maybe it's a better game than he has in the past. But, you know, I don't see them doing anything to attack the, the balance of Phoenix right now. Monty Williams is, is demolishing Frank Vogel right now. He's demolished. Absolutely. The rotations of the Lakers are a joke. Look in the freaking mirror. Because the fact, the fact is, the fact is, I think, I think the should probably get more than 10 minutes. Even though he was in foul trouble, he's I probably getting more than 10 minutes. I don't really understand why you've just basically abandoned Harold. I don't I, do. I don't really I don't really get it, but I do. You might not, why? Why? JD, why? Why why did they abandon? Why did they abandon him? Why are you playing Marquise Morris? Why are you starting Marquise Morris and not Montrez Harrell? They realized Montrez Harrell game is not suited for that team. They went and grabbed names. They didn't go and get somebody 
that fitted what they needed. Now, see, we went based off of that in the offseason and said they won offseason. But Trouble. now everybody, now everybody's saying the Lakers don't got a bench. They didn't want, nobody agreed they won offseason. They they nah, Lakers won offseason, but now we seeing Trez lost a lot of minutes when Drummond got there. And to take in this point, he can't shoot. And it's hard to put him out there when you want LeBron to go dominate the paint. You want AD to go dominate the paint. You don't want them shooting more jumpers. And Trez is a rim runner. All you want him to do is go to the paint. So if you if you got your best two guys who's best dominating around the paint area, what, what, what room does that leave for Trez? And he's yeah. not the rebounder of Drummond, so you want to pat the paint because Drummond can get you third or fourth opportunities. Sure. Then you got Mark Gasol, who's obviously not only a better defender, a much better shooter, a much better passer. And sure. I, I, I think it gets to the place where they realize Trez, he just don't fit for them. No. He wasn't the fit for them. Sure. But they they knew it was one thing taking them from the Clippers because Trez gave the Lakers problems last season. Sure. But they didn't realize they couldn't use them for themselves. No. No. That's a good point. I mean, I just I don't know. It's like I feel like if Montrez is on the Phoenix Suns, he's getting all the backup minutes from the big perspective. But like I just I, I you know kill the it Lakers, over there. The kill Lakers, it for Phoenix. They have too many. They just have so many guys. I think they're completely unsure of their rotation every game. Absolutely. Which is which, is, which I, I I don't know what to blame there. That's a combination of players and there's a combination of coaching because you you know there's a problem there's a problem both ways. It's all right? front office. I you blame, think it's all front office? Yeah. Um, okay, go ahead. Why Vogel, do you think front office? Vogel got to make the players that he has work for him, right? So he, he gets sure. a lot of the blame. But at the same time, front office is the one who made these signings. Sure. So, sure. I mean, you can only put out there what you got. But at the same time, he doesn't know what he has. His, his rotations are ridiculous. It's so funny how... Taylor Horn Tucker was so he was getting a lot of minutes at the end of the season and playoff yeah. start and yeah, I mean you you see him on the sideline with Casper the Friendly Ghost drinking water, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, it's I don't. Just, it's weird. It's weird. I don't get it. I think that um, I think that it's a bit part on coaching, but also front office got you got to know your personnel. You got to know who you got based off why you signing these players. Sure. Sure. Now, we didn't see that Drummond was going to come to them. I can't blame them for that. But at the same time, when you knew that you were going to sign Andre Drummond, why didn't you push to trade another big? You should have – Trez would have been a high a – high, uh, high trade target for multiple yeah, teams. He, yeah, why, why not try to trade them? Yep. No, that's a good point. I don't know. That's a good question. I I don't I don't know. It seems like the rotation is just too wacky for me. Um, everybody's talking about Suns and seven. Give me give me Suns and six. Give me Suns and six. I'm not I, a, I'm not I, upset I, about that. I I think I give give me Suns and six. Um, 
I, I don't know what they're going to do differently. LeBron goes supernova. Okay. Anthony Davis goes for a nice game again. Okay. I, I mean, let's just move on to the Phoenix Sun side of this, JD. Their balance attack is ridiculous. They're getting, they're getting contributions from every, they're getting contributions from everybody. Everybody is shutting up about Crowder now. People just need to shut up. As far as I'm concerned, he's, he's, he's playing much better. I mean, I mean, Jerry's at nine threes, three of nine from three, but he's playing much better. Uh, Bridges, he look a lot better. He does. He does. And, and, and Bridges is just making the plays that you just you just love with him, right? He's just making every little play. He had that one play in the first half where, like, I thought it was a total miss. And then all of a sudden, Mikhail Bridges goes in like Superman yeah. and tips in that play. Probably should have been a foul. Should have been a foul. Drummond pulled yeah. his arm. Yeah, it, they, it, they, didn't, they didn't call it, but th- those are the type of plays that you pay him for. Um, in my personal opinion, the consistent player for this team, DeAndre Ayton, dude, dude, he's been the most consistent guy, man. He's killing it. He's killing I, it every game. I, I mean, agree. come on, like Chris back. Paul, looking looking fine. I mean, obviously, you know, you have to keep in mind that he's still bothered with the shoulder. Yeah. But like, Chris Paul is is even though he may not have the stats to suggest, oh well, you know, His he's impact. back. It's it's the it's the ability like. I'll eat it a little bit on Cameron Payne. Okay, I I thought Cameron Payne is like riding a roller coaster. It's like yeah. riding the voyage at Holiday hey, World. You got the he big been hot and it's, lately. It's been but a he's high. been hot. He's been hot, but I don't like him late in the game. But I like Chris Paul late in the game because yeah. Chris Paul is going to make the right decisions and he's going to get me in the right tempo. Absolutely. Like Book, Booker with 30. I just, JD, this team is so loaded. This team is so loaded. And I just... What's to stop them from winning game six? What's to stop them from winning game six? Maybe, referees. maybe according to Zach, maybe according referees. to Zach, Kid Mauer or Scott Foster are going to come in the game and they're going to rip them off. I'm maybe, but with other Zach than, with that one, right, referees. He he might be saying he might be saying that the uh, the NBA is going to produce a, a, a movie at the Hollywood studios. Uh, <laughs> you know, they're going to produce the movie. They're going to set up NA everything LA. correctly. And they yeah, in LA. And they're in LA. They're in LA. They, they might they might say we got to get them game six. But in all seriousness, how do you see the Suns, man? Because it just seems like they're they're ascending, and I'm just not doubting them for game six. I'm sorry. Um, if they continue to play like this, what's the conference finals bound? Hmm. Come on, yeah, yeah. I, I, I hope I hope they I hope they uh, win this series for sure. Oh, come on. Yeah. I mean, they're first off, first off, I mean, how do you not like Monty Williams? That's not I one. love Monty Williams. Like, honey, I, how do you not like Monty Williams? I mean, I, I've always liked Monty Williams. And I think not only is he out coaching Frank Vogel. Oh, yeah, yes. But it looked like he's letting his players be themselves. Right. While he's, it's like he's the puppet master. Yeah. It's like he's putting all these guys in perfect places and saying, be free. But you got to be free when I when I place you here. Sure. And it's like everything just is it's, it's like watching the orchestra. He's just conducting orchestra. Yeah. 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 I, and, and, you know, the other thing that I, I didn't think would happen in this series, I'll just be honest. Right. I thought LeBron and Davis were kind of the clear cut. 
They were like, if you had to rank like the top the five players, player. yeah. like the clear, they were like clearly, Devin Booker needs to be in that little small group. Like he's canceling out to the Lakers. He's canceling out the Lakers' best player, which is which is nuts. Because every every night canceling, he matches one of them. He's canceling out. But then I've I know I've talked to you about how I love to do top eight in a series. Give me your like top eight players. Well, breaking news. The Suns own that list. They own that list. I'm outside, telling you, I'm outside I Anthony am, Davis and LeBron, you might gotta go to net six. So <laughs> right. You right. You go the you go the you, I, I would take I would take Crowder over uh, Crowder, Bridges, Aiton, Paul, and and Payne cool. and Johnson. I'm taking all I'm taking all six of them before I'm touching a third Laker. Yeah, because that's a big deal. That's Schro- a big deal. Schroeder has been terrible. Um yeah. and this is the thing I want to hit on something I said before. Drummond sure. Drummond still is bullying when he's in the game down there. Sure. But one thing I noticed DeAndre Ain has been doing even while being bullied by Drummond. Sure. He's finding angles to be effective. Yeah. Drummond Drummond is moving everybody around down there. It's like Aiden just finding the perfect angle for tipping, or to 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 bounce it yeah. off his bounce it off of Drummond to, yeah. to keep the ball in the air and let Bridges or Cam Johnson come down there and leap for it. It's like he's still being worked, sure. but he's he's doing the oh, this is the one of the oldest cliches: sure. work smarter, not harder. Mm. He know he's not stronger than Drummond. Yep. So he's doing the one thing Drummond not doing, using this man. It's literally mm. what one thing I can say, Drummond is consistent at everything. And he has shown to be consistent and not thinking. Fair. That's what MB used against him. And we yep. seeing Aiden use it against him right now. Well, yeah, you probably you probably stronger, more physically dominant than me. Yeah. But if every time if you just walking me under the rim, it's not gonna take much but one hand and a tip. Right. And that's keeping the ball alive or possibly a bucket. Right. And I right. don't think I don't think Drummond even is aware of that. Cause when he's walking them outwards, when he's bossing them out, taking them another way, that's letting guys like Campaign and Chris. Paul creep in because sure. they are both attacking guards. Right. So, right. I don't think right. he's saying that what he's doing not working. He just he a workhorse. He just doing what he know. And Aiden is using it against him. Aiden is playing like a vet. He's not playing like a young. A no, young he's not. He's no, playing he's like not. a vet. Yep, he is. He is. I mean, Zach called him his third best center the other day. Look, I I think, I think right. when you look at the the Suns, it's like. You know they're they're getting they're getting production they're getting production from just I mean Everywhere. crying out loud they finally played Corey they finally they finally played Craig they finally played Craig I was he begging played, for them to he play played Craig great he played but like, great he's just competing he's just he's working so hard on the glass he's he's making smart cuts he's 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 not even though the stats indicate from his last game he didn't play all that well two points one of seven from the floor he he's just giving you this trusted reliable guy. Who can who can get things done in the right ways, right? And I think that's really an important step uh, yeah. for, for him, you know. And that's what I think Cam Johnson does for them. 
Uh, and and I, I what they get from the bench is just smart pieces. Like Etuan Moore is a smart player, but he doesn't play for I love you know, but he's good. And, you know, it's players like that, that Phoenix has that um, they're not going to lose you the game. Yeah. They come in and they can still produce and be a right. They're, right. They're just, that's all they're, that's all they're doing. Uh, I, unless I like him in game six, JD. You, you got a prediction for this? I say, um, if Anthony Davis play, I'm going to go to Lakers because Anthony Davis and LeBron will combine for none less than 25 free throws. So you got them winning game six. If Anthony Davis play. If Anthony Davis doesn't play or is on the minutes restriction, Phoenix win by none less than 15. And then game seven, do you, overall do you see, do you have the Suns Phoenix, and the Lakers Phoenix, taking the series? Phoenix wins this series hands Phoenix down. Phoenix wins the series, okay. No, right. no matter what, Phoenix wins this series. Interesting. Okay, interesting. That's. I mean, I can't believe we're saying that. I hope I don't. I hope I don't jinx. Next up, we Phoenix Western Conference Finals battle. Oh, please! I'd love to see it. Next up, we got the Blazers and the Nuggets, which was a classic, a total classic, double OT classic. I mean, Damian Lillard was just on another level. Free day. Nikola Jokic seriously made some of the best passes I've ever seen in my freaking life. The po. It was. It was all just. It was it was a remarkable game, but let's. I want I want to start. Let's start with the Blazers. Please. Let's start with the Blazers perspective. Please. So, okay. Here's the. Can, before we get into all the shots, before oh, we get into all the shots, I want to say. I want to go get into the shots. That that's interesting. I want to go. Are get you are you kidding me? That you lost or that you were losing by twenty points in a game that it mattered. What are we doing? You, you, you the, play, the Nuggets aren't throwing. The Nuggets aren't throwing a lineup in the starting five better than yours. The the Blazers have the better start. The Blazers have the better starting five, and 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 they get killed. They get killed early in the game. They didn't deserve to win this game. Forget about all the shots that Damian Lillard made. They don't deserve to win a game where you were down early by 20. You you played behind the eight ball the entire time. Now, you can say Denver blew it, Denver blew it, Denver blew it, whatever. But I'm focusing on the Portland perspective. I don't think Denver you blew can't, it. You can't start. You can't start by being down by 20. You can't start by that. And then overall, like, you know, let's we'll, we'll talk about Lillard. I'll let you have the mic on Lillard. Lillard at 55. The Blazers had a decent balance. Robert Covington had a really good game. Nobody's talking about it. 19 points, 11 rebounds, because everybody wants to talk about the missed dunks, which I think is a bunch of horse crap. No, I'm pissed about the missed dunks too, but. The the way, but look look at Carmelo, 3 of 11. Oh, that's that's what I want to get into. McCollum, 7 of 22. JD, what's going on? This team's relying on offense. They're They're not scoring. Let me tell you. They ass just for the simple fact they didn't do the one thing they supposed to do as a team that can't defend. You have to be consistent scoring. Why didn't you help Damian Lillard? That's my yep. question. Yep. Where was Dame's help? And you know what? Terry Stotts is a terrible coach. He doesn't need a job. You know what I realized? Sure. I kept seeing this and I said it last time. Jokic owns Nurkic. Cantor at least makes him work on one side. Why 
Are you constantly taking Kanta? Kanta was finishing on Nurkic, on Jokic. Kanta forced Jokic into more tough shots. Jokic, Jokic took, I believe, six threes as Kanta as his primary defender. Or or yeah. or they were just super long tools or tough face. But right. I seen him take three threes in a row when Kanta was his defender. Then right. he tried to his patented turnaround and it came up short as kind of as his defender. As soon as Nurkish came in the game, fouled him out. I- immediately. Uh, it was it was bad of Stotts when he had the five fouls to take to to not take him out immediately because because that that he's already gotten fouled out twice. Exactly. So like that was just that to me that was just uh, bad officiate. That was like bad as bad. He's a terrible the, coach. He's a terrible coach. You know, you know, you've been hating on stuff. You've been hating on it's, it's not even hate. It's just speaking facts. I know I, you are. I don't have nothing against him personally. It's just yeah. he's a terrible coach. <laughs> I don't see why Kanta wasn't in the game. Kanta at least was making him work on the defensive end. And then this is if you put Covington on him, you have to have live bodies in and out of there. I love Melo, but let's be honest. Melo Melo is a he's a hard body, not a live body. Derrick Jones Jr., Rondé Hollis Jefferson is the guys I'm sending jumping in and out that lane on who going to come help. Just for right. the fact they are sure. athletic, long, wiry guys. He played Rondé Holler Jefferson every every couple minutes. And the one consistent is the energy of the team get higher. Why not do that even more? Derrick Jones Jr., he probably can't give you much. But we know his athleticism is going to – Yeah come up big versus this Denver team. I agree. I agree. The, the C, CJ, too yeah. many bailout plays. I too think many. the I think the um the officiating was uh I, I hated the officiating to be honest. I felt like they let them play at one moment then it's ticky tack fouls. If you're gonna let them play, let them play. I think Damian Lillard would have been one in the game. They didn't call the three. Shaq Harrison fouled him. They called the three, but didn't give him the foul. Shaq fouled him. Um, but even still, Melo and CJ have to be better. I think both of them was bailing um, Denver out. It looked like Melo a lot of times was thinking too hard um, when he got the ball. He should have just got in and went. He would have been a bucket. Denver can't guard him. Um, CJ... I don't know what the hell CJ was doing besides just shooting shots. Well, yeah. He he yeah, it, he one of them guys good. that one-on-one situations. Right. He's a tough cover. Why are you bailing them out? Right. Right. I there are a couple things I didn't understand. And this is gonna sound like a complete shock to anybody who's ever listened to me talk. Cantor should have played a lot more in overtime. And I hate saying it. I know. I, I just, but he just should. I'm not a canter guy, but like you shouldn't have been playing Carmelo Anthony as much as you did. I said because 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 the thing because the thing is like while I think Covington is a good he's a good defender. Yeah, he's a good defender. But like let's just be honest. Like everybody and their mother knew that in the clutch, Nikola Jokic was getting the ball in the block and going. Away. And that's just that was the end of it. That was the end of it. <laughs> like like you were going to double Jokic and then you you. Oh, then why wouldn't I try to have the bigger body? 
Is that like why wouldn't I try to have why wouldn't I try to have Canner? Which I agree, Canner can't play defense. I'm clear on the record that Canner can't play defense. But I just don't understand why Canner wasn't in there just to provide a little more strength. Jokic I mean, was going to the refs every time saying Covington was bothering him with strength. Yeah. Are you really telling me that Covington is stronger than Cantor? Probably not. Covington's a I I don't I didn't I didn't understand that at all from and, and Portland's see, perspective. Because Melo was because I would much rather I would much rather have a guy like Cantor, like you said, just make Jokic work a little harder. Taller and he'd longer body. Roll, he'd roll harder. That, there, there I was, was just about to say that. He, if you just, see yeah. this, if you watch that high pick and roll, every time whoever set the screen would fade out. Cantor right. was the only one diving to the rim, and he got buckets every time. Every time. Every time. Yep. What the hell is Terry Stotts doing? I'm telling you. I Yeah. If I was on the sideline with them, I would have been beating them with the scouting report every play. Because that for, that high pick and roll with Damon Cantor, it's unguardable by Denver just because they don't want to give up the three. Sure. They don't want to give up the three. Cantor was feasting going to the rim. And he's the only one who fights on every rebound with Jokic. Those little tips that Jokic get where he don't yeah. jump, he he's not getting those. With he's Cantor. not getting those. No, not like, as much of them. He has not to work. Much of them. He, he yeah. has to work a little more. It's yeah. not about saying, "Oh, Cantor can stop him." We know that. It's about can he tire him out? Can he right. make him work a little more? Don't give him a playoff. Cantor, don't give him a playoff. Yeah, Jokic is different. You know, he's not going to look for the bucket. He's trying to be. Uh, I hate that Bryce say Jokic light, but that's who he's trying to be. He's trying to be Jokic where he's just passing the ball. You got to be aggressive. Go at him. No, that's fair. I mean, I, I mean, you know, Nurkic wasn't Jokic light today. Uh, hasn't been Jokic light ever. But I, I think, I think this is a, it's an indictment on a lot of things. I mean, the other question, I feel like we have to talk about what Lillard did. In fact, he just made every shot and just kept hitting threes. And I can't Austin speak. Rivers, I don't even think Austin Rivers played bad defense. I don't think Shaq Harrison played bad defense. He fouled like, him, though. Just, I'm pissed they didn't call that it's, foul. It's just, yeah, it's just one of those things where it's like Lillard literally was just. <laughs> I, here's a question I thought of. Here's a question I thought of. I'm curious to hear what you think. In a clutch shot, he's number one, right? In the yeah. league, yeah, he's the, he's the he's the best player in the clutch, right? In your opinion, and 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 you know, because when what he's doing is remarkable. But I just, I, I mean, just I was in awe watching him. Um, he gave us a performance of the lifetime. Uh, I mean, just what were your thoughts on him, the way he played? Because uh, I just thought it was insane. Lost for words. I, you want to know what's funny? Sure. Dame was four sits from the three, sits of uh nine from the field. And I said, why the hell ain't he shooting more? I was pissed he wasn't shooting more. Yeah, sure. Sure. And yeah. as soon as he started letting that clip go, yeah. I said, there's no way they lose oh, no. if one person is a threat. Right. If one person is a threat. They don't lose. And Terry Stotts made it easier taking out Cantor. Dame had 55 and 10 assists. If if 
four of those assists is coming from a guy that's rolling to the rim. Why do you throw nothing but shooters on the floor? That's that that's dumb as hell. Yeah. It's dumb as hell. If he got four instantly off just one guy rolling to the rim, don't you think it'll be a lot harder to try to trap him if you got a guy burrowing to the rim? Right. I'm like, oh right. my. It's then CJ. CJ, what the hell, man? I right. I'm at a loss for words because as yeah. great as Dame was, the pieces around him dragged him down. Yeah. Dame was easily the best player on the floor last night. I, I will say, I do think we need to defend. I, I understand people are really critiquing the two dunks, but Covington had 19 and 11. He did. Yeah, he yeah, yeah. Don't, don't, don't get me wrong. Covington I, was great help. The problem it was, is. It was Powell and McCollum. Covington shouldn't be the second best player. No. No, I think what Covington did was great. Yeah, the two dunks pissed me off, but at the same time, we wouldn't think about those two dunks if all the guys who's yeah, ahead of exactly him, right. if all the guys who's ahead of him, as far as importance come to that team, right? We wouldn't think nothing of Covington. We would instantly think, Norm Powell. What was it AB said last week? He should be around twenty points tonight. I agree with that. Abysmal last night. I agree. CJ McCullum, we know he could get you 23 to 25 easy. I said it. Yep. Terrible last night. Terrible M- last night. Mello, he's a walk at 17 points when he's a- aggressive. He's a walk at 17 points when he's aggressive. Yeah. When, when, um, who was, 11. When, when CJ, 11. when CJ went out this year, Mello yeah. was walking into 20 and 30 points. Sure. Terrible last night. It was bad. Nurkic, stop yeah. playing him. The team might be better if he just don't hit the floor. I won't go there. That, that's how bad Nurkic looks every time Jokic chooses to go at him. Every time Jokic chooses to go at him, Nurkic look like he it looked like he don't even know what's going on. I'm Jokic not Jokic has his number. He does. Like like I like Nurkic. I'm I'm yeah. I'm a I love Nurkic. Yeah. I think he's very good. But Jokic literally t- breaks him down in every facet of the game. And it looks like whatever he whenever he chooses to, it's like a bully. You yeah. know, you know they gonna mess with you. You just don't know when. When. Yeah. Nurkic look hesitant every time Jokic does anything. Cause he right. just knows he can't stop him. Right. I don't want nobody who has no fear, who has fear on the court. But you can't have any fear when you're on the court. No, no. And that I feel like that leads us perfectly into Denver because they didn't show fear. Monday like, Morris. I mean, even even like so here's here's the big here's the big thing for me. Like Malone is going to Malone would have had an insane amount of criticism had he lost this game. It would have been it would have been insane. The the play designs were bad. Um, Jokic inbounding was bad. I thought Millsap should have been in the game simply to inbound. I thought that um, you know they should have gone different directions and they didn't. Um, but man, they came out of this win and they stuck with it. Like that's a hard game to win, given the fact that like you were up twenty and they they came back and yeah yeah yada but. Dude, I, I I I was really impressed with what they brought, man. Like, I was. I mean, I'll start with Morris. Only Monte Morris. But Monte you know, Morris. I, I I think I 
I will say, I will say that like, I think people that are shocked by this, like they've never seen a play. Yeah. Like I, like people that are sitting there like, OMG, Monte Morris, like they didn't see play. Yeah. Monte, Monte, Monte Morris is Monte Morris is a top backup point guard. He I don't is a like, top backup guard. I don't personally like him, but he's definitely a guy that I feel he will always produce. He's yeah. gonna produce every second he's on the floor. Like right, right. I mean, I, he's, I hated it. I hated it because I knew he was doing good last night. I'm like, I, you, everybody knows. I said from Jump Street, I want Portland to win. Sure. I want Portland to win the series. I still think they will win the series, but I don't want you to get beaten up on by somebody I don't like. It's just like whenever Rudy Gobert doing good. I hate it. I hate right. to see the person I don't like doing good. Sure. And Monte, sure. every time he every time he stepped within the three, I yeah. say he about to pull up and they can't stop it. Because no. he's too fast. They scared he's going to go around them. And every time, Cash, like, he's perfected yeah. at dribble pull-up. And then... It's really nasty. His dribble pull-up is nasty. It's what you want from your backup point guard. It's like right. when Devontae Graham had his breakout. Yeah. Literally similar. Like, that pull, they, they dribble pull-up is one of them things. You're just afraid of it. Right. You are. Because they're so fast that you already on your back pedal. So when they pull up, it's hard to defend it. Yeah. And the two-man and, – and the other aspect of it was the two-man game that Denver loves to do, right? Like, they – Morris was able to do so well to where it didn't feel like they lost a beat. Yeah. Like, there were points in that game where I was like, man, they need Murray. They, this, is, this would be great to have Murray. But then Morris would make a play that's like, wow. Yeah. Like he, I mean, he he but, played but, like Jamal Murray of last playoffs. He re- he really does, and and I I think I think Morris is is a guy. First off, I do think he's one of the best backup point guards in the league. Yeah, and if you ever watched him in college, um, like I, I did, or you've seen him, I, this is this is what he does. He studies an offense. He runs the offense efficiently. He it's puts same, guys in the right positions. Guy. He's clutch. I don't care that he missed that one. I don't care. He was 10 of 11 from the free throw line. And the only one he missed, like, yeah, sure. So you wish he would make it. Yeah. But, but 10 of 11 from the free throw line, like, yeah, you do, you're doing fine. And he made enough big plays where it's like, you're just being nitpicky at this point if you want to yeah. miss free throw. I, I, he he looked amazing. I thought, I, but, but you know, there's a couple guys here that I feel like have to be touched on and, and and we'll start. I'll start with I'll start with Jokic because well, it's Jokic. Jokic Jokic had thirty eight points, eleven rebounds, and nine assists in the win. Jokic to me, forty six minutes of action. The lost, you know, you know, I thought I thought the lost weight of Jokic showed in the series, and it's, it's shown in the series, and it showed last night. He didn't look near as flat. Mm-hmm. It felt like it felt like he was. It felt like he had a little more energy. There were times where I got a little mad because I thought he settled top of the key three on Cantor or a couple Absolutely. like shots like that. But like he he has, I mean, there were what he can do on the basketball court is is just incredibly nuts. The way he can pass out of double teams, uh, he had a couple cuts that were really awesome. Um, I mean, this was just, I mean, this was a Nikola Jokic type of game. This is a game that makes you think for a second and say. Is Nikola Jokic a top five guy? You may not think he is, 
But this is a game that just makes you think about it. It's a, it's a, he just yeah. is making you think about it. Whether you think he is, whether you think he isn't, whatever. But this, the, the if, you, if you don't sit there and was. he has to be in the consideration. Yeah. Whether you have him in there, I don't, fine, whatever. Everybody has different rankings in different ways. Yeah. But this was that type of performance from Nikola Jokic. And they needed it the most and he delivered. It's pretty outstanding when you think about it. I think it's funny because I said Portland might need a third overtime to win, Being referencing back to a couple years ago. But really, I sure. think they still would have needed another overtime. But Rodney Hood wasn't coming in the game for them. So No, no. But no. it's crazy because I think the best performances of the playoffs – has usually been coming from guys going against each other. And, I mean, outside of Luka and the Kawhi battle, I believe personally that Dane versus Jokic is literally the same thing. Like I agree. Those, those might be the top four players in the playoffs so far just because every night they going at each other. They've now, been amazing. Now yeah. Dame Dame Agard and Jokic is a center, but we know who we coming to who we coming to yeah. see. We know why oh, we yeah. watch it. We yeah. know that Jokic and Dame is go try to answer everything other one do. They don't have to directly guard each other. Right. Hundred percent. No, they they came out and looked so like he came out and looked so good in the clutch. Like he like there was this like I, he never made a bad decision, like like in the, and then the end of the game like overtimes like he never made a decision that was like yeah that was the wrong basketball play didn't rush like nothing it, he didn't rush anything, which again only brings up our point of why Kander should have been there because he would have given him more strength and tussle but I think I think Jokic I think Jokic it, it, the face of facts he was making smart plays he wasn't rattled. Wasn't it wasn't even that nervous? You never showed the nervousness. Um, I, I thought. I mean, why wasn't Austin? Uh, why wasn't Austin Rivers in the league sooner, man? Like, like this. Like, <laughs> I mean, eighteen points and seven assists and hit big threes and people don't think butt he, off on defense. People don't think he moved the needle, but he definitely is a piece. That yeah. can be a that he he he's just one of them guys that he can feel in. He doesn't have to move the needle. The fact right. that he can feel in means you don't fall. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And he didn't fall. Like he had a he had a very solid game. Played forty seven minutes, second most on the team. Uh, I mean, just really impressive. They needed uh, game him bad. from him. Um, but you know who stepped up to the plate after kind of rough stretch was Michael Porter Jr. 10 of 13, yeah. 3 of 5. Porter had 26 points and 12 rebounds. Uh, to me, J.D., the, the whole key for me if Denver was going to win this series was Porter has to take his game up to another level. Absolutely. Um, I mean, you could argue he made the right play on defense to force C.J. out of bounds at the end. And Porter just – he made big shots. Like he made big shots. He made some shots in this game where like I told myself he would never have shot that like two years ago or he would have gotten benched. If he shot it, he would have gotten benched. But Michael Porter is taking shots that it's just unbelievable when you think about his growth. One of the best shot, shot makers, best shot makers 
out of these young guys. I think you know how we think of Kevin Durant and just being no yeah. shot is a tough shot because right. I think Michael Porter Jr. is gonna fall into that. He's long. It, he he jumps a lot higher than Kevin Durant on his yeah, shots, he does. so he get a lot more elevation. Like I think he make he has a he has a guard's touch. Yeah, I think he gonna end up being one of those guys that when he shoot it, it, it just always looked like it could go in. So natural, so natural. I mean, like the the shots he had in the corner, unbelievable. Just knew it was money. Turn around, fade in the right wing. I, that, he just, that was he kept, tough. He that kept making tough. everything, man. It was, it was, it was, it was really fun to watch. Um, but you know, I, JD, another player, another player we talked about. I know Bryce and Zach mentioned him a lot. Uh, was Aaron Gordon, and I mean, he made some plays: fourteen points, ten rebounds, four assists. A, a really good series for him. Like this is why you traded what you traded. Good wing player. Mixes and matches well defensively, fills the gaps offensively. I thought this was one of those games where, like, if you're Denver, you're like, thank, like, thank you, we made that trade. Like, thank you. Oh, because he, that, I think he made a huge difference in this game. And like, if they had a Gary Harris, I don't know if they would have won it. His his, a lot of the things he did that made the difference. Not even on the on the box sheet. He he was bossing out on the level that. Mello and Robert Covington couldn't get their little sneaky putbacks. Right. Like, Mello is a guy that, for most of his career, always been a great offensive rebounder. Sure. Aaron Gorin was, every time you see him now, I'm like, bro, Portland don't got nobody crashing. And a lot of times it's because Aaron Gorin was bossing out Mello. Yep, he was. If it wasn't Cantor in the game, they had nobody but Mello crashing. Right. And he he was doing that. He he was doing simple stuff of tapping the ball up. Yep, he was. Like he just was doing the things that's not accounted for. And I think no, that's what he excels at. Denver re- re- realizes it, and yeah, great fit. Great fit. He looked he looked awesome. I thought overall, like I feel like Denver needed this game or else maybe they would have fallen off a bit. Portland I think would have probably gone two in a row. I think so. If they if they if they if they won this um I think that was big for Denver to get because it's one of those games where like if you lost it because you were up 20 early it wouldn't it just wouldn't look good like it a morale it'd be it'd be really tough, right? Really tough on you and tough on a club. Um you know, as far as I'm concerned, a, a terrific series. We obviously have uh, we have to think there will be a seven games, but we'll have to we'll have to see. We'll have to see. There's so much to talk about, so much to dissect. Uh, we're not. I'm not doing trivia today because because we had so much game action to talk about. Uh, but you know, JD, it was it was great. To, it was great to have you on. Uh, we'll we'll be doing our big pod on Monday. Uh, we will not have a second Linsanity pod. Um, this pod we're doing right now will come out on Thursday, uh, but we will. Uh, it'll come out today, basically, uh, but or not today, but it'll come out, you know, on Thursday. And then we'll have uh, the pod with me, JD and Zach and Bryce all on Monday. We won't have a second one sanity this week. Uh, we'll work with that. Uh, from there, we have we have plenty coming up with the power hour. Uh, I believe they're recording one 
on Wednesday. They'll look to put that out awfully soon. Uh, we have plenty of content coming. Divine Ride just released an episode of the new J. Cole album, The Offseason. Uh, there's plenty of, to look at there. The Battlegrounds to, to put out an episode next week. Uh, you know, please don't be afraid to check out uh, JD's facts and stats. Uh, you know, if he's not talking playoffs, that's what he's working on. Uh, please don't be afraid to check that out. Dylan Hughes has his book uh, that he that he has. You know, go check it out. You know, it's available on electronics uh, and it's available through printed as well. Uh, so just check out the content that the uh, the network has. It's nothing short of phenomenal. Uh, and we're just keep we're, we're just going to have you ready for the rest of this NBA playoffs. It should be a treat. So once again, JD, thank you for coming on the Lens Thank you. Absolutely enjoyed myself.